Welcome to the Billcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And that's I'm Billy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Introduce yourself. I'm, uh, I'm Billy from um, my channel, Vizn Awesome, on YouTube, or um, the local Woodhaven GameStop in Michigan. One of those two. And uh, what's your position at GameStop? Um, I'm a store leader. Mentor and training, I guess, is, is the new term. But um, technically a store leader, but I'm learning to mentor people, too. Kind of. Weird. Yeah. So speaking of uh, board games earlier, the next topic. Did you guys know that Shovel Knight, the board game, is a thing? I saw this, yeah. I did not, actually. So I'll pull it up on Kickstarter if you guys can see the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Dungeon Duels. And actually, it looks like they tried this twice, and it looks like it might have failed the first time. But it definitely has passed this time. I see they, you already played. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm not <laughs> I take that back. They're still missing $2,000. But they got 18 days. They'll get there. What game have you not pledged to on kickstarted man (laughs) i don't pledge to a lot of games i've only pledged four and two of them were for the same game (laughs) that's not that many that's four more and i've pledged to (laughs) i pledged to trogdor the board game Mm -hmm. billy do you know what trogdor is i i've heard of it but i don't i've never like messed with it so for reference did you ever watch homestarrunner.com back in the day uh, I, I know what you're talking about, but I, I haven't. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was just slightly outside of your age range or not. <laughs> I feel so young. No, no, because it, it, it was only popular for like a three-year gap. If you were not at the right age during those three years, you just would miss it entirely. Like, I know a lot of people that were the same age as me that missed it, but the people that did see it, right, it was only like a three-year window because they went on hiatus for like a year right after that. Like, and then Will missed Trogdor. How the heck do you miss Trogdor? You I watched Trogdor. it for one year, man. I watched it in sixth grade. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You had to be, like, the right age at the right time to even see mm-hmm. this. It was, like, such a brief window of the internet. Before it's, YouTube. It, yeah. Great. So, uh, anyways. Um, but I I backed that one. I backed uh, the Island of El Dorado, the expansion, and now... The final expansion so that's two of them because i bought the expansion and the base game at the same time mm-hmm. and now i've pledged to the legendary edition with the final expansion it just comes with a bigger box in the final expansion it was like 50 bucks it wasn't worth it but i need to have the complete set now so i i was a sucker and i paid for it <laughs> <laughs> and then uh a game called drunk gin it's literally um so the game is coasters like this big of coasters and then your health bar going through this dungeon is your glass of alcohol oh man that's awesome yeah i like that (laughs) so you drink it down as you lose hp and like your your health is based on fingers so if you have big fingers you lose more health than people with small fingers so it's kind of you get an unfair (laughs) advantage when you're playing against uh the female types (laughs) <laughs> oh they get God. the unfair advantage right not us <laughs> man if everybody comes to town we all need to play this game this sounds amazing yeah this sounds awesome <laughs> i played it once and actually it was with one of my friends that grew up in woodhaven area and uh he beat me he has smaller fingers but uh calling you out carl <laughs> calling you out carl 
<laughs> no, he he actually beat me, and then he beat the dragon too. So kudos, Carl. Mm. You win. You win. I feel, like, I feel like Carl's at home, just angry. Like, yeah. What's he talking about me, man? Yeah. Making fun of my little dainty lady fingers. <laughs> As he's holding a big old big man. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that that Trump quote, like they're definitely big enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, so I, I think it's cool when they bring board games, uh, video games and board games together. You know, like that Dark Souls thing mm-hmm. that was kind of cool, uh, or like when you pair the correct, the right kind of themes. Like I think Battlestar Galactica would make for a great board game, or like. Uh, Game of Thrones with Catan, that was a pretty sweet combo. I don't know if you ever played mm-hmm. that. That's pretty cool. It's got the, with the wall, uh, the wall mechanic. I thought that was neat. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, just so you know, the expansion five to six players is down to like thirty five bucks on Amazon right now. So if anybody owns the base game and wants the expansion, it's really cheap right now. Uh, I gotta get the base game. I actually, I, it's funny you talk about that. I just took a picture. Um, I was in the store Pandemonium, which is not too far from me, and yeah, I, literally... I saw that place. Yeah, it's really cool. They have a lot of really cool board games there, and they do a lot of stuff. But I seen that board game, and I took a picture of it to send it to uh, another guy that watches Game of Thrones with me. And I was like, oh my god, I was like, I need to get this like immediately. It's like this looks really fun. Just the added mechanic of the wall makes the game very different. Like if you've played Sander Catan, it's a lot like it, but there's a couple of mechanics that are completely Game of Thrones related that just work so well. It works really well. Yeah. So the I, actual it, Game of Thrones game, though, like board game, is not oh, that yeah. fun. No, my, you really? tried it. Yeah, it's kind of boring. <laughs> is that the card game or the board game? No, the board game. Because there's a card game and it says "lose your friends if you play this" or something like that. That's like the slogan. I like, the like, card okay. game, though. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the board game similar to? Like, is it like? Uh, I don't know. That's mm. weird. Is it like Battlestar Galactica? The board. Look game? it up. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica, I've heard that game is like literally forever. The War of the Ring game is amazing. Everybody is upset by the end of it. Oh, okay, I hear. You wanna... No, War of the Ring, I, I hear that's really cool too. I've never messed it. There's a lot of board games that are on this list of like things I want to do. Like we just bought a giant uh, game table for our living room just to do this stuff. But... Is that it, Will? The one yeah. I just showed you? The one you just clicked on, yeah. That one? Mm-hmm. I oh, played it with my bad. board game group, and then I was really happy that I did because I was about to buy it, and I didn't like it at all, so. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like that uh, when Craig said it, the um, Game of Thrones, the disappointing show that never ends or something like that? And I was like, <laughs> oh, but it did. It ended. <laughs> and you were like, that's like meta for the – what did you say about it being meta there, Will? I, I don't remember what you said. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. <laughs> you said something like uh, – So long that? ago. I know. It, it was – yeah, Craig was the first guest we had on the podcast. Did you watch all of them, Billy? I watched uh, like – oh, God. This – probably 10 of them. Oh, wow. I was... You watched a lot. I was trying to do my research. When, you, when, you got, when I got invited, I was like, I'm excited. <laughs> I've never done a podcast. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, crap, why did I do this? <laughs> yeah, after everything was so chill at, you guys were so cool about everything. I was like, like I had notes. I legitimately like was writing stuff down. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to forget everything. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just try to keep it light. And then mm-hmm. if we do anything stupid during the podcast, I just cut it out. And then, yeah. and then As in nobody knows we did anything stupid. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
or or like uh, you know, if, if I dominate the conversation and Will speaks <laughs> for five minutes, I just make sure that yeah. Will has enough bits in between my talking points mm-hmm. that it looks yeah. like we had a conversation. <laughs> well, you cut out everything I say. <laughs> like say nothing. <laughs> I left. Uh, I left the. Let's get physical. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. Like this is awesome that Will saying this. I just left it in the podcast. It's like nope. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, anyways, speaking of board games, so Star Wars: Starfighter is a Catan. That's my favorite board game I've ever played in my life, and uh, I'm a little annoyed because. They're giving the exact same game that I already own, essentially, with slightly modified pieces. But they're selling it like at a price, in my opinion, that's kind of high. $100. Ooh. Yeah, and I was like, because the, the original game, like, I get it. You know, uh, inflation and all that good stuff, right? All that good stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the original game was only $60 back in the 90s, or early 2000s, 90s, right? And pricing for those types of things hasn't gone that far up. Mm-hmm. So I think this has to do with Asmodee purchasing the Catan rights from uh, Mayfair Games and uh, uh, what is the other one? Cosmo. Cosmos. Uh, and they kind of upcharge everything, it seems like. Because when they launched Game of Thrones Catan, it was like 80, 70, 80 bucks or something like that. And I would have thought mm-hmm. that would have launched at like 60. And then they launched the expansion at like 50. I was like, there's not enough components to justify a $50 selling price. So I was looking at it and I was like, $100. What am I getting for $100? I was curious. And they are not doing anything special. It's just the base game. Um, let's see, Catan Starfares. Because they even changed the name from Starfares of Catan to Catan Starfares. I'm like, really? <laughs> Come on. Saving money on that ink. So they changed it, right? So they're giving you. Um, See, I thought there was a picture of the actual game board. I swear I saw one. Let's see. So this is like, the pieces are almost identical to the pieces from 2000 when this was released in the U.S. These are identical, basically. And then they've got um, some updated graphics, and the board looks like it's got slightly more expand. But I swear to God, when they release the five- to six-player expansion, if it is the same stickers that they gave for the five to six play expansion for the original game, I'm going to lose my mind. Because, oh, excuse me. That, I was so mad when I found that. Okay, I'm going to slow down. Back to <laughs> He's reality. so angry now. It has like smoke coming out of his ears. <laughs> when I get angry, I just start smiling and ranting. I'm like the, the evil person. Evil laugh. <laughs> So if you wanted to buy Starfares of Catan prior to the reprint, right, you would go to eBay, you type in Starfares of Catan, and you'd find out, oh, my God, the base game's like $150. The expansion's like $250. God. <laughs> the figurines are like $70. Mm-hmm. I hunted forever to get these at the price I got them. I got the base game for like, I think it was like 80 I got the expansion for like 50 and then I got the figurines for sixty. So I think I spent like a total of two hundred dollars on the whole thing. Jesus, Chris, I want to have you buy my stuff for me. I, mean, just like, I always am like, man, I'm broke after this one purchase. Like I don't know how I'm doing this. So, it, anyways, uh, it's just like 
So I've got this set. I've, I've posted it on Reddit before. Everybody's like, upvote galore. Like, this is awesome. You know, like, how much did you pay for it? And I always post it, and they're always like, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, for what you're getting, though, like, I, 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 I'm so having such a hard time justifying spending $100 on this, which is, it's just, it's the same thing I already have, except updated. And mm-hmm. the the cards for the resources are, like, like this big when the original play mats were like big cardboard rectangles like this big with really big written information on them for you to understand what's going on. It just seems like they're going cheap and they're selling high. Mm-hmm. And well, I, they're trying I've to never... catch that demand. It's the same thing with the Game of Thrones Catan. They probably sold it so high because everyone loves Game of Thrones right now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like you're taking something that I love and you're you're just slapping a high price tag on it. I. It's 2019, man. That's how it goes. <laughs> Is there anything else that uh, either Billy or Willie would like to cover? Go on, Willie. What would you like to cover? I mean, I, I don't know if I want to shoehorn it oh. at the end. No, no, no. You, you had a good subject. We need to talk about this. Billy was super excited about it, and I forgot about it entirely. I'm going to type this in at the bottom. This is important. We might end up uh, going a little long, and I'll just make two podcasts out of this if I have to. We did that before, Billy. I don't know mm-hmm. if you noticed with Eric. No, that was you're actually, fine. That was actually the same uh, recorded video. I just cut it into two different videos. They did look okay. Yep. Nope. I I I thought that's what it was, but at first I was like, I'm I'm not a hundred percent. But no. Um. I it's cool that you bring this up, Will, because I was I was really stoked to talk about this too, and I was talking mm-hmm. to people all day about it. But go well, ahead, go let, ahead. Let's let Will bring it up then. Well, they lost the creative director Tim Longo, and I don't know exactly what that means. They're trying to play it off as it's no big deal. Chris, uh, Chris Lee is still the, the head of three, what, the, the, the three forty three studios. Yeah. So they're saying that basically he's still holding the reins and everything's fine. I don't, I don't really know what it means. I mean, he's the one who implemented the squad mechanic in Halo Five, and I hated it. So <laughs> I cautiously am okay with it. <laughs> So I have to tell you this, though, right? Um, I've worked many projects, not mm-hmm. not video game related, but projects in general. And anytime something goes really south and a project manager leaves, mm-hmm. that's a bad sign. That's mm-hmm. a very, very bad sign. And it could put delays on the project. Um, it, it could. It, it, and if it's released on time, it'll be a miracle. Let's put it that way. I've been working or, on it for like what? Like five years now, and got to really. If the, if the creative director is leaving five years into the project, that's bad. Yeah, I mean, apparently bad. they they had switched his position like last week though, so he had already lost his creative director position, and they moved into something else, and then he left. That's also that not. That's not. That means <laughs> that he was already going south when they got rid of him. Yeah, he was trying to put squad mechanics back in, and they're like, no. <laughs> Stop, Stop it, it, Tim. Get out of here. I think, it, I think he worked uh, for a, a little bit on Fable Legends, too, if I remember correctly. And we they're, all they're know probably, that. They're probably like, no, we, we can't have the squad in Halo, in Halo Infinite. No, 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 you don't understand. I'm not talking about the political squad. I'm talking about... <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you think they yeah. hid that for like he hid that really well for five years and then like someone's <laughs> like, Aren't you the guy that worked at Fable Legends? And like, oh no, no, no. Damn it. My Pat. That wasn't me. No, yeah. no, no, no. But he also me. worked on um a rogue squ- no, not rogue squadron. What is that really good? That would have been a good thing to be a part of. What is the really good uh Star Wars game with the um, squad mechanic? I can't think of it. The one Star Wars game that everyone plays that has with the clone troopers, Battlefront. Not Battlefront. It's when you're on a, you're on a squad and you're going to like a first person shooter. Oh my gosh! Why can't I think of the name of the game? Um, Jedi Outcast. No. No. Uh, it was an Xbox. It was an Xbox exclusive. Hang on, I'm looking it up now because now Repo- like Republic super- Commando. I can't believe we didn't think of it. So he oh, worked yeah, on Re- yeah. Republic Commando. Oh. Okay. Yeah, squad mechanics aren't really built for the Master Chief. He's a lone wolf. Exactly. Unless you play couch co-op. And then there's four lone wolves all <laughs> well, playing together. I mean, that didn't factor in Halo 5, though. Right, there was no couch uh, co-op. <laughs> Did you guys... Um, I don't know if you guys looked at my channel at all, but I posted... Uh, we, Me and Lindsay, my fiancé, which I, I keep saying that just to like... <laughs> I, I now know. <laughs> I'm getting married in one... one Two one month, so I, I gotta I gotta lose that. But, um, <laughs> but we were uh, we went to the Halo Outpost Discovery, which is like oh, a yeah, yeah, and it's it's like a big theme park. Not th- no, okay, I'm not gonna say that. It's it's a big Comic Con. <laughs> it's a big is, theme park. <laughs> I I said that when I first bought the tickets back in February because I was like, yeah, like everyone's gonna think this is awesome, and then like. Like the more I read into it, I'm like, oh, I should really like edit that post. And then, <laughs> but then, like, so I bought the tickets, and then, like, this was like maybe two weeks ago. Um, we went down there, and three four three was down there. This is why I wanted to talk about this because I was really like, like, as soon as I heard you guys wanted to bring this up, I was like, oh my god, I have so much to add to this. Um, three. So we bought VIP tickets. So what that means is like, you essentially get time with three four three. Oh, like, that's cool. Yeah, so like we were in the VIP room playing with three four three. Uh, well, I wasn't. I didn't get to play because the um, like the VIPs that made it there before me were already like on the systems and like sitting. But but I did get to talk to some of the people from three four three while <laughs> I was there. Didn't catch names. They all had blue shirts. But um, <laughs> but like the They're more just hired more... actors that have actually yeah, on the, the game. janitor. That's what I thought. I'm like, man, like your skills at cleaning stuff is like amazing. But, they should but, really put this in the game. <laughs> take squad out and just put in mm. cleaning. Bags. You're you're, you're going to be the guy in the game, Billy, that's cleaning the ship while everybody else is exploring. Yep. <laughs> just the the guy upset the entire time. Like, why is everyone making the ship different? It's ridiculous. But like, but no, man. Like, it got uh, like my my take on that event was like like. It was a disaster. I mean, um, there was a huge like Reddit controversy about this event, and um, really? yeah, like if you guys look into it, like it's crazy. They uh, so what happened was is granted, I paid like I, I this is what I keep saying, and I, I haven't found my receipt because it was from February, and I, I still gotta find it. But um, I, I believe I paid three hundred and sixty dollars for me and Lindsay to get it was two like a hundred and eighty a piece for our VIP tickets. Um, wow. It might have been a little less than that. It might have been like 160, but I know it was pretty up there. I know I at least spent 300 on it. Um, and we got down there. Like we booked this entire trip for this because it only shows up in five cities. Mm-hmm. 
but that's the thing though is like like we went down there and if if halo infinite runs anything like their events it was just like like we they had five like really planned out um attractions but they booked the event for like like a ton of people man like at least like five six hundred people just what i could like count like right off the bat and lines were insane like they had like maybe four people in on the experience at a time for some events Mm -hmm. um so like like the combat deck laser tag thing they had was like super like um like they had like i think like eight or ten people but the line was ridiculous it was like two hours to meet the voices of master chief and cortana was like like some people didn't even get into it it if you guys can look this up, I won't go through the whole thing, but it was it was a disaster. But the thing so I'm gonna I'm... edit in I'm gonna edit in this Reddit post side by side with us talking about it. So you can talk yeah. about it as much as you'd like to, Billy. It's it's insane. Like a like a big thing um uh that was down there was like I guess the first they had two events before that one, and the first two, um, because the lines were so long for the uh signings for Master Chief and Cortana. They started raffling um, signed autographs of them to the people in line instead of letting everybody go up and do it. So, oh my gosh! So like, and that was a promised feature, like for getting the ticket was like having an opportunity to do that. And like, I guess word the voice of Master Chief and Cortana, mm-hmm. or oh wow, yep. that'd be cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they like everybody was waiting in line. Like me and Lindsay walked up to line, like looked over at it. I stood in line, and then Lindsay walked to the front. And then noticed it wrapped around the corner, and then she walked to that corner, and then it wrapped around the corner again. Oh my oh gosh! My and like by the time like she came back, and she's like, "There's no way we're gonna make it." And they ended signings at three, and it was like one fifty by the time we got there, and like there was not a chance. But again, they started raffling signings away, and that was supposed to be like their makeup for it. So like only sixty people got stuff signed. Um, hmm. So that that was a crazy thing. Um, all I want to do is hear him say finishing this fight. <laughs> That's all I want to do. Just, just, tell, just say it. Come on, man. Just I just want him to yell fight. it from where we were yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Like, please. But no, it was it was crazy. Like, uh, that was one big thing. They had uh, this. They advertised a shooting range, which was like, I, I kid you not. If you watch my video, like, I legitimately made a joke in there. And it wasn't even a joke. Like, I, I took an actual picture. Um, they had nerf guns for the shooting range and they had cardboard targets of like like covenant and you legitimately had to cock the nerf like the little it was a dollar store nerf gun you had to cock (laughs) it back and shoot it and like it was just such a like like i could have set that up in my backyard kind of thing and like uh, but just imagine that for the entire event like it was crazy um i will say i think that's a separate team headed up by kiki (laughs) (laughs) that's true but kiki wolfkill the person in charge of that um but rolling into that and i I keep i god i get long-winded sometimes but the the reason that i brought that up was uh 343 was there and like they i don't know if this is a known thing and i don't know if like like, they were, the two members I seen were, like, very anti-anything before 343. And it was, really? it was, yeah, like, I was, okay, granted, I don't know their names. All I know is they were wearing 343 developer t-shirts, and they were talking, like, they were 
people were regarding them as developers and they were in the VIP room. So again, I don't know their names, but like they were like really, really weird about um, like exact, like exact quotes. So it doesn't just sound like I'm making this up. Um, like one of them, somebody was talking about how much they loved Halo 2. And then the developer like came back with like, well, I didn't really like it until Halo 4. I feel like that's when it started amping up. And I was mm-hmm. like, and, nope. he, and it wasn't like a joke. Like it was like sincerity. And I was like, okay. I, like, I would be okay if a developer made that as a joke. Yeah, well, that's like, what, oh, yeah. Man, it wasn't good until I started, but hey, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what, joking like, around, sure, but you can't you can't knock what Bungie did. I mean, no. there is no Halo with no Bungie. That yeah. makes me really worried because I thought they were finally accepting the legacy that Bungie set up for them. Uh, a lot of the interviews I've been seeing and the quotes I've been reading had me pretty pumped for the game. <laughs> so I hope that's not. Maybe what it was, was just those first, people. <laughs> what was I'm the hoping. first 343 studios? Was it Halo Four? I thought they did um, Halo one, one Anniversary for that. They did Halo Anniversary. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. So I remember when they were coming out with Halo Anniversary, I saw tons and tons of videos and posts about how they were taking fans of Halo in Microsoft and making 343 Studios out of fans. That's and that, true. I was amped up because if a fan of something is making it, they will try to hold true to what was there. Yeah, you, you can if look somebody up brand new they, comes in, it's gonna change. You can look up quotes saying that they hired people who hated Halo specifically to change it. You can look up that's a, that's a real quote. When did that when did that come out? Because when they were amping during Halo when anniversary, well, not Halo anniversary, but Halo. When 4. they were amping up Halo anniversary, they said specifically the people that were coming to 343 Studios for the project were people that loved Halo on purpose. See that I like. That's so scary, because, like, if if Will's right, then, like, that, I just, I, man, like, I, I don't know for you guys, but, like, I, Reach was, like, one of the pinnacles, too. Like, three in Reach, and two, yeah. you know, the whole series, man. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> Everything up through Reach was, like, perfect. Yeah. Even Halo Anniversary, I really liked what yeah. they did with Anniversary. I thought that that was a fantastic update. Mm-hmm. And I, I even liked what they did with Halo 2 Anniversary. I thought that looked oh, really good. Oh, it looks good. so good. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Like, if they could just take Halo 3 and make it 4K. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that what they've done with the MCC recently was, is very hopeful because they really fixed that game and have done a lot of good improvements to it. I just wish they let me actually kill the Didact. <laughs> yeah. So they're doing, like, the Call of Duty crawl and throw, put the grenade in his chest? Yeah, yeah. That was so then, dumb. I was so disappointed. I was like, what is this? <laughs> but he's not actually dead. That's right? true. They kill out... him off in the comic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, why didn't they let me start the next game killing the Didact and then continue on with the it's actual because story? Because of the backlash from the from that Didact. No one liked him, so they're like, well, let's throw everything out and make whatever Halo 5 was. Yeah, but I, I, I would rather have a continuous villain than what halo 5 was mm-hmm. <laughs> i was yeah. so disappointed with halo 5 like the the lead up the trailers looked so good i, I know like, oh, you're going after it... master chief he's the bad guy now it's like oh, so oh my god i was the so hunted truth it. one was the hunted truth thing was so good like They're... we could probably do a whole video on halo <laughs> oh man they they amp up really well man like, yeah they do it's it's so cool and like you know i mean there's so much fuel for the fire like it's so easy to get like wrapped up in it because it's the, god i mean 
I don't remember a time where like Halo wasn't around in my life. It's crazy. <laughs> when when Halo, so it, <laughs> I don't know if I should tell this story or not. Okay, I my first experience with Halo, right, was not Halo One. It was Halo Two. All right, I played Halo One after the fact, but I played Halo Two first. Okay, so Will, don't give me crap. I did. I did see the original <laughs> trailer. Whatever. Anyways, my sister had bought it for the Xbox. Um, my nephews were playing it. And I hopped on. And I was like, this is great. And then my mom's like, I don't care what your sister says. I don't think you should be playing this game. It's too violent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, mom, whatever you mm-hmm. say. And then I just kept playing it. <laughs> yep. Just throw a grenade at her and just like, yeah. like listen. She's the didact. Put the grenade yeah. in there. <laughs> Crawl into the recliner and just blow everything up. <laughs> Draw the comic book that yeah. kills the didact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I, I was watching, what was it, Hidden Xperia talked about, or had a link to affiliate video of somebody else who actually explained the comic where the didact died. I was like, this is disappointing. Like, <laughs> why is this a comic? Like, where's the lore? And then actually Halo 5 is supposed to continue after the didact died, but they don't ever explain it. Like, <laughs> at least give me an intro video. There's a continuation here that some people care about, and those are the hardcore fans that are going to buy your stinky Halo 5 product. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the people that care about the story are going to buy it. Yeah. Well, this next game will be the first one I don't pre-order. So, other than Halo One, because I didn't, I didn't know pre-orders existed at that point. But <laughs> you, know, How do you guys through, through GameStop, right? Well, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, that's the only game store that I go to. So, like, I'm going to be so sad if that if that game store goes on, like, goes under. You and me both, man. You and me both. Yeah, then, then awesome. Was it awesome, Chris? <laughs> no, it's uh, crap. Chris the Great. <laughs> Chris the Great. Yeah. Then Chris, Chris the Great can't, uh, can't, can't keep yeah. telling you how great he is. Mm-hmm. I'm a, man. I'm gonna start adding like things to my name at GameStop. Like, it's gonna be like <laughs> Billy, the guy who is the coolest and better than Chris the Great. <laughs> your, 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 your YouTube channel is Viz Awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna add that. You already like, do that. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put like my name tag on, and then just add like. Just gonna say Billy Biznasson. Yeah. <laughs> well, his name tag does say Chris the Great. I don't know how he got it, but. Dude, I'm calling his store. I want to be like, hey man, how do you do this? Where do I get this? Cheat codes. <laughs> exactly. Didn't you know the website for GameStop employment has cheat codes? <laughs> That'd be sweet, actually. <laughs> That's how we hired so many of these people. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, so, Billy, you got any tips for people applying to GameStop in case they're curious about how to get a job there? I have one tip, and oh my god, I will save everybody that ever wants to work at GameStop. Just don't say I like games. <laughs> like that is the opening to every interview I've ever had, and it just yeah. it's it's not an automatic turn down. It's just like I, I just want to hear something different, but. <laughs> I have, a I, six foot, I have a six-foot <laughs> statue of Buzz Lightyear. Tired. <laughs> Everyone's tired. You but no, man, I mean, the biggest thing that I always tell everybody, like, it's, it's, and this is, I don't know, a lot of people hire differently, but, like, because there's no really, like, requirement, but at least for my store, like, just maintaining eye contact with somebody is, like, mm. like, that's the one thing that I'm always, like, like, I push so hard on people because, like, it just doesn't feel personal if you're not talking to somebody directly to their face and i know like us gamers like a lot of people struggle with it you know like it's not and i'm not picking on anybody that you know happens to not be able to do that but 
it's just something that like is really hard to not do if you're trying to recommend something cool to someone. Yep. So that's it. I mean, if you can maintain eye contact with me in an interview, like I, you are like the primest candidate I've ever met. Like you can have <laughs> whatever you want. Everybody can be a gamer. Not everybody can be a salesman. Right. And, and that, that line is really tough too. Like it's, you know, I mean, not often do we have to like really push for things, but it, it makes it easier to recommend things to people without sounding like you're trying to jam things down their throat. I, I look at GameStop employees in this particular way, right? If somebody loves cars and they're a car salesman, they're going to sell you cars. If somebody yeah. loves games and they're selling games, they're going to sell you games. Like, And most likely they're going to sell you what you want because they know what they're talking about, right? If somebody loves, let's just say, uh, 1960s Chevys and all they sell is 1960s Chevys and that's what you want, that's the perfect person for you to go buy from. So, like, if somebody is in the store knows Persona and Fire Emblem, I'm automatically going to ask them their opinion of Fire Emblem and Persona and see if I want to buy the new version, which I'm going to do anyways, which Will knows. I'm just going to buy it whether I like it or not because it's Persona <laughs> or Fire Emblem. But I'm just an anomaly, so. <laughs> and that's, man, like, that's that's the atmosphere, too, and that's what I love. Like, I, I it kills me because, like... <clears throat> You know, at one point, GameStop was, and it's not even one point. I mean, everybody has their own opinion of GameStop, but I think a true GameStop and the ones that are the most successful are the ones that where you can mix the line between like somebody that can be a good salesman, but at the same time, be so passionate about what they love that it doesn't feel like you're selling anything to somebody. It just feels like you're recommending something to a friend. Right. Yeah. True. Well, if anybody goes to Billy's store, I highly recommend him as somebody to talk to. So, <laughs> well, I love games, man. I'll talk to. Too, I talk too much, but. <laughs> and if somebody could help him out, getting him a Path of Radiance uh, case and cover art, that'd be great. Please God, I will give you anything. <laughs> anything. Anything. <laughs> I'll start on buttoning. No. He'll, he'll get you the the Master Chief saying, "Finishing this fight." <laughs> signed too for... signed the, the signed audio file out of all 60 of them yeah, he'll get you that rocket ship from Catan Starfarers <laughs> oh, hey come on man it's $101 for that that makes some profit yeah. oh man or he'll get you a, a vinyl of the chief just saying things <laughs> this is nice. a record classic what is it Kiltacular that's not him. <laughs> I know it isn't. I know it isn't. I want to know who that guy is. Actually, that would you be the autograph up. I want. I want the guy that does all of the kill-tacular, double kill. Dude, yeah. I would have stood in his line if they would have gave me the yeah. option. Oh, my <laughs> God. I want to know who did those because those, it was like always the same no, same voice in every – it seemed like it was the same voice in every Halo. Yeah, double except kill. for Halo 5. <laughs> well, forget – I don't even count that. It's Palmer. Ah. Ah. <laughs> What was the one where if you got uh, a bunch of people with the uh, the sticky grenade? What was that called? Um, I know what you're yep. talking about. And I can't think of it. it. It was like the funniest thing that I ever heard the guy say. I'm like, what? <laughs> I can't I think know. of it. And it was like, kill atrocity. And then there's like, from the grave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Kill from I the grave. That, one. that made me feel like such a good person after that. Like I'm, I was always like, I at least did one thing before I died. <laughs> yeah, like if I threw a sticky into a bunch of people and then I died, it's like always I got like three kills from the grave. 
I think one time I got a, a triple kill from the grave. Nice. I felt really awesome after that. I should. One of these times we're talking about Halo, Will. I'll get my friend who has no business podcasting on the podcast just to talk about <laughs> just to talk about Halo. He had a um, he so he figured out early on in Halo Three that if if you screwed up too much in Halo Three, you could never get rank fifty ever. It would never happen. The amount of battle, the amount of um, wins you would have to get to get there was just so staggeringly high. You would never get there. Right, because the Halo Three was actually based on skill. You would start at zero, and you'd win a few games, go up, go up, go up, and then when you start losing, your game would your rank would plateau. And it would the more games go down in Halo Two, it can go down in Halo Two, Halo Three as well. But your highest rank, you like your number would go down, but your rank it would tell you what your highest rank was at some point in time. I think I, I don't hundred okay. percent remember, but your rank would go down. So the more games you would lose, the harder stuck you were, right? Mm-hmm. Like you to climb out of that pit of losses would take you forever. So he created a so he had he had his main account and he created his I'm gonna get to fifty account and it's <laughs> and he climbed to fifty so fast playing lone wolves, I can't even tell you. It was like one week he was low he was oh like my gosh. he tapped Jeez. Up. He's just, he is extremely good at shooters. Like, probably top 1% of everybody I've ever met. Like, Fortnite, he's in the top. And then he, he got amazing at League of Legends when that was, like, the biggest thing ever. He was, like, top 1% in that. There's specific games that he just, like, hones in on, and he's the best of everybody I've ever met. Like, Halo, uh, when he was in Modern Warfare 2, when they had the nukes. He would get 25 kills like it was nobody's business, and get he got like 150 nukes throughout the Modern Warfare 2 time frame. <laughs> like he just ended every capture the flag game with a nuke. Like everybody's like going after the flag, and he's just like killing people. Nuke, game over. Everybody's like, this isn't even the point of capture the flag. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Well, he captured it in one way, I guess. <laughs> Just like, it, it was always funny to me because I, I was just watching. I was like a silent observer of this because I was in his party chat. And he's just laughing the whole time. He's like, watch this. <laughs> just like nuke comes out of this guy. You didn't even capture the flag. How did you win? It was the ultimate defense. He destroyed everything. So after that, they got rid of the nukes in Modern Warfare 3. And I think my friend was part of the reason why they did that. Because he won so many games by not playing by the rules. And that's it. That's all. I just Fortnite. <laughs> I think um, just. I guess this is our last topic because this is cause it just occurred to me. Fortnite is that bad for GameStop business? Or are you guys selling the points cards left and right? Selling the point card. If I could tell you how many kids came into my business every single day, oh going, going, hey yo, like. Throw twenty five bucks on this card, man, and I'm like, okay. Oh dude. my gosh! <laughs> like I, listen, you know that like half joke I made about eye contact like two seconds ago. Let me really break in, break into some eye contact. Like if I tell you how many people have walked in and threw a DLC card at me and then just turned completely around, like, oh my gosh! <laughs> and I'm I'm like, yo, man, I'm not gonna ring this up till you turn around. <laughs> but like. But, oh, my God, I get so many people in daily for Fortnite cards. It, truthfully, I mean, like, we sell Fortnite merch now, which, like, not my decision. But, um, 
we have a lot of like a lot of people buy Fortnite stuff through us. Like truthfully, it, it probably did a good chunk of business for GameStop. Hmm. Weird, I know. Trust me, didn't expect it either when I first came out. Yeah, and the only reason I I would think that'd be good is because all these under 18s that play Fortnite, they don't have credit cards. Yep. They can't they can't go buy Fortnite online mm. unless their parents trust them with a credit card, which. Some of my coworkers have learned the hard way. You can't trust anybody mm-hmm. under 18 with a credit card. They will buy things that they weren't allowed to buy. Oh, yeah, man. Like, it's it's funny, too. Like, we have, it's like that, that mixed with, like, parents that are like, well, um, I just don't trust the internet. And I'm like, what? And they're like, you know, that dirty internet's going to take everything from my car. Like, that's fair, man. I'm like, that's fair. Like, I, with, all the, with all the data breaches, I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a, um, a good mindset to keep GameStop in business. That's, it's funny that almost has become like like the saying between everyone like at, at least at our store we joke about it we're like yeah like that dirty internet's gonna get you and buy a DLC card. <laughs> <laughs> but I do buy, hear it a lot buy this, buy this code from us because it's gonna download to your system but don't trust the internet <laughs> dirty internet thieves wow mm. <laughs> buy it that's gonna be the quote of the the <laughs> the yeah. Dirty internet thieves. <laughs> it's just a hamburger with a computer instead of burgers. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. I'm Billy. And we will see you on the next Krillcast. 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 Krillcast.